How's it sound now? Yeah, so she sound like you're using your thing and that because it's for sound like a laptop. I was saying like every almost everything in the background at a lot of volume. Oh, uh, you know what? I think it's probably because I unplug it, unplug it while it was still in. You think I probably need to refresh? Cause I, tell me if you can hear me in two seconds. Alright, yeah. It was definitely yeah, coming through my laptop before, even though we're seeing mix up. Because when I hit the mute button, I was testing something. I hit the mute button and I was talking and I was still seeing it come up. That confirmed oh, to me. Uh, rescued the civilians. I just rescued the last civilian, didn't I? Ah, uh, back. Fuck. <sighs> After. <coughs> Hold on. Let me. I'll wait, I'll wait for like two minutes. But I. 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 Again. Again, tired of. Of. of people who claim to be gamers. I just feel like it's a, a pocket of people who. Who don't really play games. It's like the people who's. Who's. There's a club chase here. And, and there's how they. All the lights and the rooms look mad dope. But it's a cloud chase because for, <laughs> for me, I feel like even a lot of streamers, not really gamers, especially girls, I feel like a lot of them not even really gamers. But because it's cool to game, you know, it's like it's the same thing with the comics and, and, and superheroes and stuff. Back in the day, you either you was a nerd, you read comics, and that was you. You know, you, you weren't cool. It wasn't cool to do that. Suddenly, it's part of pop culture. It's cool to do it. Everybody likes superheroes. Mm -hmm. Everybody suddenly reads comics. You know, even though they don't read comics, they suddenly read comics. Claim to. Same thing with games. Before, oh, I'm not a kid. I don't play games. You know, you're all about 16 years old. <laughs> Talk about you're not a kid. You don't play games. Now suddenly, people who never used to play games, everybody playing games. Everybody streaming. Everybody have an opinion about games. And half the time, they didn't even play the game they have opinion about. Uh, Super clout chase, and then that's where the hypocrisy start coming in, because then the people who can't make opinions for themselves, taking the opinions of people who don't even really play games, who are not even really gamers, you know, because they, they, they somehow become big on stream because of whatever clout they had from whatever clout chase they used to do before they get into gaming. It's like you go to all these YouTubers who's who's put out a lot of videos. Kinda like I'll take Clean Prince Gaming for example. Print out videos and all in his all his videos, the content in his videos is from other people's videos. And that's how you know. Yeah, so then you're over here wondering like so how come you're talking all all this smack about this game or you or you praising all all this about this game, but when you look at it, none of the gameplay is you playing said game, so yeah, like if, if you're not playing said game, why is no so much talking so much about said game? You know, it's, you like, know, it's just hearsay. <laughs> and then you see it with you saw it a lot with Fallout seventy six. Something happened in Fallout seventy six. Everybody it's, it's have already a post, already about it. About everybody on already on YouTube have a video about it, and it's usually it was usually something negative. Now when you look at it now, 
a lot, not a lot. Probably like if there was like eight things, two out of the eight things that were being said were false. You don't play the game. You see somebody post about it. You go make a video about it. Oh, your information's false. Why are and, you even talking about it if you you have no? You know, it's, it's like we sit on here and talk, and 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 talking for hours about Call of Duty. Like I will give you my general opinion on Call of Duty as a whole, or the Call of Duties I played. And I'll tell you what I heard from other people who play it. Where I would but, say, ah, yeah, this this is not true. But I'm not gonna sit here and be like, in Call of Duty, the PW twelve ten is is broken gun and. You could snipe people from spawn through two walls. Like, my guy, I didn't, I don't know this just because some guy says it's on Reddit doesn't make it true. You know, it's the same thing with, same thing with, with like Facebook allowing all these articles that are baseless, no facts, just like, well, it's there. Now it's up to you to go find if it's true. Like, not everything not everything that just because somebody says it you shouldn't be like oh it's not up to you to find it's true if you know it's true you shouldn't allow it to be up there that's why on reddit when somebody posts something like if a, a game is now coming out like oh this this it's going to be in the game where's your proof oh i heard it from someone they'll always make them put rumor if they don't put rumor you gotta delete it if you don't know it's true it's a rumor put rumor and then, if somebody says something, and all of a sudden you find out it's not true, you'll always put it as misleading, misleading title or or um, fake information. Always, always correct it. But these YouTubers don't—I'm pretty sure half of them don't play games. They just find, they just see it as a that's, way to make money because that's what I say. It's other, like they want to be a so journalist, but all the other quote-unquote journalists. Um, a lot of topics on for journalists kind of not oversaturated, but saturated with people who actually do journalistic work. The bar, the bar to get into that area high, you know, because you can't in just gaming. It's like who just, cares if I lie in gaming, you know? Exactly, because like let's say let's say politics, right? Even if it was on a blog and website or something talking about politics, you can't just come and just make up make up trash because you're going to get called out you're not going to be credible you're not going to get into that area but gaming who cares right i can't make anything up about games just to get clout it could be it could be all rumors but the the way the way journalism is working gaming right now anything anybody say gonna be taken as fact until somebody come and prove it wrong you know yeah. so so let's say <clears throat> elder scrolls Six, not even know yet. We barely know anything about Elder Scrolls Six. Someone could come and say, "Oh, Elder Scrolls Six takes place in this place." You know, uh, it does. Yeah, you, know, you could do this, 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 and this and that. And they're gonna be ten videos that same day saying the exact same thing until suddenly the developers come out and give you a little gameplay trailer. You know, give you a little bit of information on the game and disprove all that. And suddenly somebody go make a video saying, "Oh." They, they 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 went back on their on their promises of doing this and people go make videos saying oh yeah they said they were gonna do this they didn't do it. Like you Thanks. remember when we were talking about um the Diablo four I said there was a rumor um 
guys like Guru Diablo 4 is going to be set in the future as a, as a, it's like a shooter ARPG, kind of like Borderlands level. It's like... Oh yeah, I remember you were something like that. And people, people were like trying to... It's something like... Why, why, like that shit just sounds so dumb for Diablo, you know? It's like... It wouldn't make sense your, to change the... You have your time period and your setting and your style. And you just go and completely go into another... Like, why not make an Overwatch ARPG if you're going to do that shit? <laughs> It's not even just what bothers me right now is not it's not really hypocrisy in gaming. Is is more on the lines of like what we saw when Monsanto World first ke- was first being shown to us. Like they showed all these quality of life changes, and then people who quote unquote veterans of the game reacted negatively to these quality of life changes. You know, like the skull flies, or or, or you like the uh, the paintball system was better. N- no, it's not, but yeah. Yeah. opinion. That's your opinion, and it's wrong, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's your opinion. So, it's wrong, but it's your opinion. You're right. So, playing Pokemon Sword Shield, I've been seeing some opinions that they, they don't like the the constant shared experience. Because back in, back in the old Pokemons, you had a specific item where if you equipped it on another Pokemon in your party, that's not the first one. At the end of the fight, that Pokemon will get experience from the fight as if it had participated in the fight. So yeah, because it, was, it was either that or I remember because I, I only played the first generation, but it was either that or you did <clears throat> take out one Pokemon. You let them just do one move or whatever and then you swap them back out. And so they, they yeah. get like a fraction of the experience yeah. when the thing done. Right, so now... All your Pokemon get a fraction of experience. A good fraction. Not like a little fraction, but it's a very good fraction. So, you know, initially I was like, all right. No, I have no issue with it. Because, like, you don't have to, you don't have to keep, like, let's say in your area, you're in a cave where most of the Pokemon are pretty much resistant to fire. Early game. You don't have to... You don't have to waste time and energy leveling up your fire Pokemon because early game your fire Pokemon doesn't have any moves that you could use to your advantage in a, in a place where everything pretty much resistant to fire. So I was like, yeah, that's good. That's cool. And then after beat like the third year, I was like, you know what? I don't like this team. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a new team. So I started breeding some Pokemon to make a new team. And... Pretty much when you breed a Pokemon, it starts to level one. No, I could just use one of my level 30 Pokemon, kill a couple mobs, instantly all those level one Pokemon level 10. <laughs> you know, no swap in and out, no having this item and then the items on the specific Pokemon. Oh, you, you know that? Really. You know that also helps because if you think about like, um, I think like in them first generation ones, if if you if you if you can't find, like, let's say, Nidorino or something, or Ratata, or one of them low-level Pokemon, but you wanted it, right? And you couldn't find find one in a higher-level area, you'd have to go all the way back to one of the lower-level areas, get it, then level it all the way back up to 
yeah. you know, to the area that you're up to. Yeah, it was kind of that was a pain having to backtrack just to level right. up and stuff. So it's like, I just like, do you think? I mean, I don't know anything with the old leveling systems. Like, okay, you have a level two Pokemon. Your Pokemon's like level fifty. So it's like, what you could do is start the fight off with the level two, and then instantly swap to. It's you start to when you're high level Pokemon's, but then, you know, it's like. The Pokemon will get hit because that's a turn you're using right there. The Pokemon get hit. I mean, it's not, it's not the end of the world, but right now is way better than the old system. And another quality of life change is like, well, so far from what I've seen, the HM moves are going like cut, fly, dig. Like, those, those are going. Like, it's just, it's a pretty much when you get to like the second tongue or something, there's a they get they learn about the flying taxi, and that's free. Uh, it's just like there's just no need. You get you get the bike pretty early in the game, and then the bike gets at some point I don't know when the bike gets um have a wheel so it can like ride on water or some something. Yeah, you know it's like all the quality of life changes I've come come across so far are good, and then. People who haven't played the game because from the get go, or not enough Pokemon. Yeah, the Pokedex issue is like it's a it's the issue for them. It's like you don't even play the game. How are you gonna how how is the quality of life change? Issue for you. Same thing with Monster Hunter. Like you can't. Yeah. First of all, a quality of life you can't take you can't take issue with a quality of life change until you actually experience it. Because you might think, oh, I don't like, I don't like that idea, I don't like the thought of that. But then you play it, and then you might, when when you actually play it, you might be like, oh, okay, I thought it was gonna be different, you know, based on like yeah. what way it was, way it sounded. I thought it was, it was gonna affect this, this, and that. But then I actually play it, and it is really a quality of life change. And then I was trying to think like, who. What 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 type of player would hate the hate experience? And it's like maybe people who do an EV EV training on their po- Pokemon. It's like okay, but if you're doing EV training, no, let's look at it this way. You're doing EV training, you want to train like um, speed. You take all the Pokemon that you want to trade speed on. Put those in your party. Take the ones that you don't want to trade train speed on. Take them out. And go train e- speed EV trainings. And the thing is, most if if the way I'm understanding is correct, all the Pokemon in your party will get the speed EV even if they didn't participate. So now instead of having to do each Pokemon one by one by one by one, you could do six at a time. That's a win-win, in my opinion. And yeah. another quality like changing with the EVs is the, the um the, the, dr- the medicines, not medicines, but like. The minerals like uh, iron and calcium, those stuff that boost. Yeah, I love that. that. Yeah. Instead of before, it used to be you couldn't use like a certain amount. No, it's it's pretty much unlimited as long as you have the money to buy it. You know, as long as you. So it's like you have choices. I don't know. It's just some of the, some of the, the complaints are just baseless and and people trying to add on big issues to to make their. Yeah, low score of the game justified. Listen, to me, the problem is, all right, I get, I kind of understand. Some people love to grind. 
right? Especially yeah. like Asians, like their RPGs be grindy. Yeah, grinding cool. I like grinding too, but I like grinding with a purpose. When 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 it's just grinding, just for grinding sake, you know, and people thinking that's like a way to make the game replayable, then it actually doesn't make a game replayable when you have to grind, when you're forced to grind, you know, when you want to grind when and you're able to, yeah. Being forced to grind, that's not replayable. That's actually make the game boring for a lot of people. And so they, I could see them thinking that, or oh, you're making the quote-unquote game easier. You're not really making it easier, though. It's just that the, the game not focused on you spending a million hours grinding to level up Pokemon to make a team. Yeah, especially when it's like 400. <laughs> even though, I mean, even though you could kind of like realistically narrow the number down a bit because... You have the first evolution, second, third, but still, you still have to level yeah, from the beginning of an evolution chain, so it's, technically it still is 400. And the thing is, the way they have it set up, you can still grind if you want to. I mean, yeah, you want to even train, <laughs> you, you gotta go grind it, because the thing is, like in the old games, the older games, you'd be like, if you want to EV train a certain, a certain, um, that like speed or HP or special attack. After a while, you would know where to go because like you know, people would have a uh, the best spot. Like each po- each Pokemon gives a different EV yield when it's when it's killed or caught. So now, so back then you know it's like okay this Rattata is like coming in this area and it gives like one attack whatever I don't know for sure, but just go to the area where a lot of Rattatas are and, and spam kill them. Like no, it's just so many Pokemon in that spawn in in in, in the area. But it's it's not as like it's not as easy to get certain in one certain spots. And then some Pokemon only spawn certain weather conditions or at like nights. Or like, like night that. and day. Yeah, that's cool. As like some like I try to catch I try to catch um I can't remember the name. I don't know how to pronounce the name of it. Some. Like a, it looks like a, like Jello. <laughs> uh, it looks kind of like a Jello, but it's a, it's a fairy. I want to say ghost, fairy something Pokemon, and like I was trying to, I know exactly where it's for. It's the only time it doesn't spawn. The only no, the only way you can't fight it in that area is through fishing. <laughs> so pretty much anywhere the condition you find it. I'm running into Meowth, I'm running into Electric Kid, I'm running into every freaking Pokemon in the world. <laughs> Except for that one Pokemon, I'm like, yo, where you at? I'm like, I'm pretty sure when I didn't want it, I was just seeing it non-stop. Like, that's yeah, that's always Jesus. That's always always be when you, when, you, when you don't want or need something, that's when it popping up all the time. And as soon as you decide, before you even say it out loud, you know, before you even speak it into the universe, Soon as you unconsciously decide, all right, yeah, it's about time to start looking for this or getting this. Suddenly, no longer appears. Then you, see, then you start to question if you even ever saw it. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I was like, man, I thought I was yeah. seeing this a lot, but like, yo, is that even popping up anymore? You see that? Because like three, at least three times, I went back to the Pokedex. I checked the the regions. This point, I'm it's like, like, yo, wasn't that this right region? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it said here. I can oh. go back like 
I'm pretty sure it said here. Uh, it was, yeah. You know what? If in my in my opinion, if you played Pokemon, I don't even I don't even care when you started. I started with Red and Blue, and then I played Platinum. I played Platinum really late. I played I played Platinum like a bit probably a year or so before. Um, black and White came out. Which one was Platinum? I think I played Platinum the first like... one that went on to 3DS. Nah, uh, Platinum was 2DS. 3DS was, um, I think, first one on 3DS was um, Black and White. Nah, then it was probably the first one on Game Boy Advance then. Cool, I'll tell you. But Platinum was on... Platinum was on... Definitely on... Oh. Game Boy Advance. So the first... Oh, yes, Platinum then, probably. The generation we started on was red, blue, and yellow. Yeah. And then it was, the next gen was gold, silver, crystal. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play, play that those. gen. And then ruby, sapphire, emerald. I didn't, I didn't play, play that either. And then fire red, leaf green. I think that was like a didn't remake play that of, <laughs> kind of like a remake of um, red, blue, and yellow. Yeah, I think that's what that was. And then diamond and pearl. And mm. then platinum. Platinum and pearl is like, kind of like the yellow. Yeah, I, th- I think I played the Platinum. So but I, I, I didn't play it. I had it. I played it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and and then it was Heart Gold and Silver Soul. I'm guessing that's like a... a I think a that was a remake of Gold again. And Silver. Yeah. And then Black and White. That was on the 3DS. I'm not sure if Heart Gold and Silver Soul won 3DS, but I know for a fact I started on, on 3DS. The first one I got was Black and White. I played black and white. I liked it. I didn't play it as much as I played red and blue. And I definitely didn't play it as much as I played platinum. Like, I played the living hell out of platinum. That's, I mean, it was, I want to say it's my favorite one. It's just, you know, it's like the second one I basically got. So I played, played a lot of it because I, I missed out on so much Pokemon. And then I played black and white. Nice. And then. X- but X or Y, I didn't play it much. Didn't at at that that point I was starting to hate it. getting that fatigue. I hated the the three DS. Like holding the three DS was just I hate the, torture I hate to me. Because of Monsanto. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I really got the three DS was for Monsanto. Yeah, and so, the way you had to hold it killed it for me. So for me, if you if you played a few Pokemon games, you like you really you like Pokemon, you know, I would say this is probably the best the best one in terms of quality of life. Like a lot of all Pokemon games, you want or you want to change up your party, you have to go all the way back to the Poké Center. Like now, it's like shoot, open up your in your inventory, your menu. Open your Poké de- um, Pokemon, press R. Open up your boxes. You could switch Pokemon around. You could add Pokemon to your party. Take Pokemon out. Do whatever the hell you want. It's, it's like the quality of life changes are so much better. The game is fun. I don't... All the all the excuses people are given for for the game being a zero or a one on Metacritic. The only argument right now that. Oh, the arguments right now that I'll allow are the Pokedex, 
national decks not be in all of Pokemon, but for me, not not a game breaking issue. And then maybe the animations could be could be better. For me, for me, the way I'll say it is the animations could be a little more lively, more animated, more fleshed out. But they could be keeping it this way because ultimately it, it is a game targeted towards kids. You know, I don't, uh, that's just me. The game is definitely not a, a zero or one. It's not a nine or a ten. <laughs> I'm 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 sitting at an eight point eight. I feel like the quality of light changes so far. I've been pushing it up to a nine for me, but I'll leave it at the eight point eight. You know, could be better, but it's definitely not the worst Pokemon. And I mean, you know, people could say what they want, especially when they don't have the game. Yes, that's a fake. You can't cry about something and you didn't even try it out. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it's like saying, oh, I don't, I don't like that. You know, like you eat a food. I don't like that food. You ever eat it before? No. no. So how you know you don't like it? I mean, like, you, you could kind of determine that you mightn't like it because the ingredients that in it. But most of the time, you don't even know what in it. You just look at it and you determine you don't like it. Or you smell it and you determine you don't like it before you even taste it. It's like, like, say you don't like you don't like garlic, but this food has garlic in it. You know, right? You can't just because just because you don't like garlic, you can't really say. Yeah, you can't just you say like you this don't... dish because the garlic mightn't even be. You mightn't even get the yeah flavor the from the garlic, or the or you you'll you'll get flavor from the garlic, but not just a garlic flavor. The, the garlic yeah. add to what's already there. I mean, one thing these people, I think people should be. Or gamers as a whole should be pushing for in games is demos for the games, not not betas. Yeah, like demos definitely for the demos. Games. Like every almost every game that should come out now should have like a, I swear, yeah, every game should a have demo. a demo, a digital mm-hmm. demo at least. Yeah, a digital demo of the game, because people, people, especially especially um games that aren't the most mainstream games. Like people are wary about jumping into games that they have no idea about. I understand that. I I completely agree with that. Like you're afraid mm-hmm. to drop sixty dollars on a game that you never you don't played like or you don't know if you like it. But I agree that like there should be a demo for every game. That's just that's just me. Or even if it's not a demo, kind of like what some games do. Like you could you could download the game, but you could only play. Yeah, you could play a certain hours. Yeah, like an hour, for free. two hours. And if you like it, well, that's actually the way they when, should do demos. Because when I think about when I think about like Final Fantasy 15, they did a demo, but the demo was nothing like the game. <laughs> Even though you did get to kind of experience like the way the game would play, yeah. it was nothing like the game. You know, you didn't even play with the you played as the young version of the dude, and I don't even think you could do the little teleporting fighting thing that he do. So you get to kind yeah. of also basically where your demo was the the engine. There's a showcase the of the engine. Yeah. yeah. I said, and that, that don't count. I feel like yeah, you should either make a demo that's all right. Maybe it's not no spoilers for the game, so you don't uh, you don't follow anything in the game, but the gameplay and everything else is the same, so you could get used to it and see. All right, I might like this. But even better would be, you know how these companies like to do. Or pre-order now, and you get you know, this DLC mission day one that exclusive, you know, for pre-order. Well, instead of that, 
instead of making that a DLC mission that you have to pay for and thing, just make that quote unquote DLC mission like a demo, you know, for everybody to try out the game before the game release. That's what you should do. For for what what I think you should do. You should do colors of these games to start off the game with a tutorial, even if it's like the third one in the franchise, you know, because not everybody gonna start at the first one. Exactly. You just have a tutorial area. This is what the game should do. The tutorial area and like a mission or two after or a quest or two after tutorial is the demo. So now you you you, you try to give out, you learn you understand the, you learn the controls and stuff. You're like you don't just throw it into some random random ass setting like kinda like Final Fantasy fifteen did. And yeah. Like you, you start with the tutorial, you learn the controls, then you do a mission or two. It's like if if somebody wanna come and be like, I can't I can't decide if I like a game after that much time, like Yeah, like, You could though. Cause yeah, what does yeah, like, here's the thing for games for games it's not about for games, like even story games. When when it comes to getting a game, it's not about demoing the story. Can't demo a story really. You have to exactly. you have to jump into a story and go through the whole thing to see if you like it or not. It might be boring halfway through and then somehow redeem itself at the end. It might be good in the first quarter or something, and then the middle just trash and then redeem itself in the end. You never you can't really demo a story. Yeah. To to actually say anything about the story, you have to go all the way through. Even if you if it's tedious and you don't like it. In the beginning, you never know. In the end, it could be good. Like reading a Harry Potter book, you might be like, "Oh, I don't like magic and wizards and stuff." And reading a Harry Potter book, and then suddenly you read all the way through the first one, and you're like, "Whoa, that that was actually nice." You would never know until you reach the end. So demoing for a game is more about demoing the, the gameplay. You want to demo all the the little features of the game, you know, like the little things you could do. Uh, you want to get as, especially for a demo, you want to get as many in there as possible so like oh you could mine this is a kind of rpg game you can mine you could fish you could climb trees whatever whatever the heck it's in you could steal stuff from people pickpocket or go, steal stuff from stores you want to be able to do all of that in the demo so that way people can know all right yeah i i think i like like this game because i've got all these things that you could do and then you get to do it in the demo yeah it's a, just a test out you know maybe you know, especially games that focus mostly on the combat, or or again like Mass Effect and and Technomancer and them, you know, yes, yeah, a story based game and you love walking around talking to people, making decisions. The demo don't need to be all of that. It should have a little bit of it, but it don't need to be all of that. Cause it, where's the most fun coming from in Mass Effect and Technomancer and them? It's when you're fighting, when you're out on the mission, and actually, that's when you're actually playing the game. The all the other stuff cool too, which makes it like the full package but that's the gameplay that's the meat of it if the if if mass effect was just a game where you just walk around talking to people and making decisions and you never actually fight it wouldn't be as popular as it is yeah yes it could just be a choose your adventure book <laughs> yeah that's like a text adventure but you know you have pictures <laughs> and then uh, this is getting to one more points i was gonna make is like <clears throat> like when i when i buy a book i don't i don't read like part of the first chapter, part of the 12th chapter, and then part of the end, you know, to, to see if I like the story. As we really start reading it, and if it's interesting me, I'll buy the book. I don't, you know, so it's like the first, if, I, if I'm not interested in the book within like the first two pages, 
of the first chapter, I'm probably not going to be interested in the whole book. Yeah. Because, like, might. if you can't get interested in the game in the first few sec, few hour max of the game, you're not going to like the game. It's like what you see, it's like some Steam reviews, uh, don't recommend the game. Uh, 400 hours played. It's like, oh my God. It's like, my guy, you put in 400 hours on this game. And you don't like it. <laughs> all right, but he's meant to you know. That's what I, that's another thing I was saying though. Yeah, Martin. All right, a lot of TV shows and even movies. You know, you, you turn it on, it's like, oh shit, slow, boring. I don't, I don't like it. But a lot of people out there saying, oh, it's a good, it's a good thing. You know, just you gotta get through it. It's a good thing. Sometimes you just have to get through. You, you know, you never know if you like it or not until you actually get past. A certain Especially point. with shows, because the, the the first episode is be a pilot, and it, it be doesn't slow, usually yeah. doesn't usually be a a great representation of what the of show what is the supposed show is, to be or what like, it's going to be. It's just them trying to get the show picked up, and so the first episode is while it it might be good, it's it still be a little weak compared to the other episodes of the show. I mean, what exception to that rule is probably uh, always sunny pilot. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that, that's a that's that show was just funny from the get go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much. That's pretty much oh, really come on, this this week is cool. <laughs> Sorry for that outburst over here, please. <laughs> What's this game called again? Uh, Astral Chain, yeah. It's uh, boss annoying as heck. Oh, and every nothing. little thing just make a stagger too. Nothing that was annoying. It's not, not really something that's annoying. It's the event that Siege put out for. That was some Netflix thing, ne- wasn't it? A Netflix show. Yeah. Netflix like ugh, I don't remember what the hell thing is. <laughs> Let me get the name of it. You know, I, I, I got a, I got a bone to pick with Ubisoft with that. Like they maybe, they maybe put on that stupid. Stupid hostage game mode to get bamboozled. <laughs> Let me get the name of that stupid thing. What was it? And oh come on! It was. But anyways, it's a game mode where you you got a. It's a hostage game mode thing, and it's just if you see hostage on on bank. That's pretty much all it is. It's called no. Money Heist. The Netflix come show called. On. Called Money Heist. Yeah. So, so like you send me emails, it's like, oh, discover the in-game event in collaboration with Netflix. And you see like a a, a skin for visual. I think Caban has a skin pretty much on point with it as well. So I'm like, okay, you probably do the game. We probably gotta do some other things in, in that event. And you get pieces of the skin or the whole skin or whatever. Kinda like how every other event was, you know. Yeah. You could get stuff from he gets stuff related to the event from playing the event, and then if it's like twenty stuff, you you'll have to buy the rest of them. Lately, it's been with in-game currency or real money. So I'm pretty of this thing is freaking hostage. And the thing with it is, this is on bank. If you're on the top floor, all you need to if they're on the top floor, you just need a Mara, repel in with her gadget. And and get the hostage because most of the time nobody's expecting anywhere to be in there within three seconds of the wrong starting. 
I destroy Myra like that. Yeah, she thought she was so clever. If you don't have your headset on, you're not going to even realize yeah. rapidly because she's being so fast. You have no, you don't, yeah, like I said, you don't expect it. And I was over there setting up with Valkyrie through my cameras wrong, and then, like, five seconds in, the hostages were secure. I was like, what the fuck? So, besides that, the skins you have to buy with real money, and the skins cost oh, as much as the, what do they call their, their unique skins? Legendaries. Legendaries. Or whatever, whatever they call their, their unique uh, I think skins. Legendaries are like $20, right? It's the same price as the unique skins, where you get a skin, a weapon skin, a, a gadget skin, a unique looting screen, I mean, a victory, unique victory screen, a unique card. And the skin, just the skin alone, is the same price as that. Not even, or you can buy with in game currency. Like, yo, fuck Netflix. They already get money from people for, <laughs> for their freaking, for the subscription. And, and then you want to promote uh, a show for them and then make us have to buy the skin? Fuck off, movie stuff. I just, I just took the guy. After that, I was like, I'm not even wait, playing wait, this game wait, anymore. Wait, wait, so. Is a, I thought, for some reason, I thought the Netflix show was a Rainbow Six Siege thing. I have no clue. I have no interest in even watching it. And people, people have been saying, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's not even an English show. People have been saying, don't watch it in English. Watch it with subs because the English dub well, is so just terrible. Is trash. <laughs> yeah. That's so I'm like, that. I'm not even going to watch it. <laughs> they even gave it a name, special event, Casa de Papel, like, yeah, because I think okay. that's the same name of the show on Netflix. It even, it even changed the bank and like. It's I just thought it was so a, I thought it was gonna be a show that was like like not a show like a mini series, just Netflix original, that was gonna be using like the Siege engine to make some kind of. <laughs> I didn't know it was like a Netflix show thing, yeah. Because then and... why, why are we out here, um, yeah, on, like on Siege promoting it. <laughs> And then they're like, and then oh, you want if you want anything from this, you gotta buy it with real money, not even in-game currency. Yo, fuck off, movie stuff. That's 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 not very cash money of you. Yeah, that, that should rub me the wrong way. Like, I don't know, it's just just too too much ways. They. For me, it feels like a church. <laughs> you know, it's like every every day, every time you're in church, they they're begging you for money for this. Oh, jeez, like, yeah. Like money, give give me money, money me, money now. Money, needing <laughs> the money now. <laughs> money me. Uh, yeah. That's the that's the thing. Everything is about money. I feel like when when they go in hard with microtransactions like that, that's what it's turning me off too. Even though, if, like, if I think about Siege, I bought one season pass, and I bought zero cosmetics, yeah? Because I could, yeah, you don't need to buy cosmetics to enjoy the game, so... I understand. I'll allow the season passes, you know? I, I have absolutely no issue with the season passes. I don't understand how they fully plan to implement the... The battle pass. Oh, yeah, that kind of, that's just another way of making force you to subscribe to get some some kind of something like I don't understand it. 
and the thing is the thing is people going people some people going buy it and that just gonna confirm to them like oh we're doing we're doing the right thing or a good thing you know even if people voice complaints or they don't like it well there's a bunch of people buying it so you know your actions speak louder than your words your actions tell me that you actually do like this and it's, it's like I, when, I'm trying to think of what I would buy in Siege. Like I, I would get the season pass if if I know like I won't be able to unlock the operators I want from that season <clears throat> with um just renown. But I already know for a fact I will be because one every operator that they put out keeps my style like if if the operator is based off of using a dmr or side rifle i'm probably not going to get it so yes yeah, i'm not stressing i mean i like doka b getting wrong but i like a gadget but i'm not i'm not all about using a dmr or side rifle and then the new chick kali kai whatever how we pronounce her name kali the kali she's the Sniper rifle, and some some kind of sniper rifle or DMR, bolt action sniper yeah, rifle. like a sniper, like like a fifty or some shit. I'm not getting her. I'll, I'll stick to my Thatcher. You know, I like Thatcher. I'll stick to him. And it's like there's eight characters in a year. Let's the say, thing is, I feel like if it, even if you don't get a season pass, if you play the majority of the season, you'll probably unlock all. Yeah, almost like four, yeah. four. Let's say between four and six. I mean, four and eight of the 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 uh, operators. You, so you don't really need play, to. You get all. Yeah, you don't need the, to spend your money, which is a good thing. But like I, again, I have no issue with the season pass. Yeah, because if you if you know really you're not people who, who who use every renown on skins and uh, that and also like let's say like for me, I didn't play this last season, right? So now I only have about twenty five thousand renown saved up. But if I wanted to get all the operators this season, well, yeah, I could just play. But let's say let's say you, you didn't play last season, you didn't get any of the operators, right? Because I had leftover, so I got the operators. You, you played last, you didn't play last season, you didn't get any operators. The next season starting, and you just want to have the operators to be on on track. Well, what I would do is buy the new season season pass yeah and with the renown that i gained from that by the old operators that's how yeah, i did it what, uh, i think season three or four that's what i'm gonna do next season i'm buying i'm buying next year's season pass and just catch up because uh since i'm a new account just catch up with and yeah that's operators. what i did i see the season i think it was season three that's what i did and i caught not only did i catch up but then i was able to since i don't have to buy any the once for that year, I was able to save the rest of my renown, and then the next season came, and I yeah, get all yeah. the operators as it came out. Yeah, and I'm all for I'm all for supporting Ubisoft. I want a way to support them without just feeling like I'm throwing my money at stupidness. You know, like I can't, I can't, I don't like skins in a first-person game outside of the gun skins because you can barely see your gun the whole game. I don't like skins for a character when it's like I'm not seeing it unless I win, and then that's not 
that's not a motivation for me to win. Motivation for me to win is to win. You know, I don't want to see a special victory screen or my character skin. So I'm going to play to win. Like, I'm playing to win just to win. So the skins in a first person game, I, I just can't justify it. Make little to no sense to me personally. It's like I want something in the game where, like, like if you, like, let's say you buy the season pass, right? Then you mm-hmm. have the option to apply skins for other characters. So like, like you could set the skin to Jaeger. So no matter what anybody or skin somebody pick Jaeger using in your game for you, you see in that Jaeger skin. And yeah, hell yeah, I'll buy skins. <laughs> Oh yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> like, definitely be buying skins then, and support you through that method. But at this point, the only, the only method I can see supporting them is is a season pass, and then the more it's like the more you play, the less I really want the season pass because the, the the unique skin you get for having season pass. Wait, you just get unique skins for having season pass? No, if you buy it before. Yeah, oh, skin. Yeah, skin. I didn't even know that. And, I, well, I only bought one season pass, and it was like you ever see um the black ice gun skin? Yeah, yeah, it's like that was like one, it's like one of the best. Everybody, ones yeah, everybody was talking about yeah. black ice. And the seasons was like molten fire or something. It it's not as cool as black ice, but it's it's, it's alright. You have to buy the season pass before a certain day though, so it's not like you could jump in now and get the season pass for this season to get that skin. You have to get like. I think it's before like March first. Uh, like you have to get it before the second season. I think I'm not. I might be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But damn, I must have. I must have got one because I feel like whichever season I bought the season pass it was. No, nah, I can't remember. I can't remember how I did it. So I didn't even know it was, it was anything like that. But I mean, it's like that's only. That's only justification the only um real thing to buy the season pass you know beforehand because again you're you're basically buying into something you don't know you don't know what eight operators are going to come out right yeah and exactly then somebody like me like i don't even though i don't play every i don't i'm not somebody who plays every role i play a lot of specific roles I like to try all the characters, even though I don't play. Like I don't play Ella, and she like, she's a room. I like to I like to room. Like I, I I could play I play like I could play somebody like Ella, but the way when I play in Ella is it's a kind of like a specific thing. Like on bank basement defense, I'll play her in the staircase by the servers, and like so you know you could put Grisma to the top, Grisma at the bottom, sit down and put the shield there and sit down with her shotgun and you're strong like situations like that i could play ella or on like um fortress is it fortress i think it's fortress i, I could play a little fortress like so it's what's i could play ella. if i don't need to play somebody like um bandit jaeger Kaid, like if i don't need somebody's gadget to deny entry i could play somebody like ella and stuff like that an attack if i don't need to breach I could play somebody who's not like Termite, Habana, Thatcher. So at this point, I don't. I have more defenders than attackers because I just don't see 
any reason for me to get anybody besides Termite at your Habana Twitch. Because I'm going to be playing one of those for 90 This is why they, they've been seeing that they're trying to find, you know, find a way to make more hard breaches. Yeah, they're trying to get more hard breach. You know, because, yeah, as it sounds, we, to be honest, so the, <clears throat> the only real hard breacher is Thermite. At this point. Yeah, this like Hibana could break holes in reinforced walls and Soka Maverick, but it's not the same as actually just making a like Yeah, big fucking hole coming out. Yeah, up. just make a big fucking hole so people could just get through, you know. Yeah. I mean you could do you could make you can make holes big enough to walk through with Hibana and same with with Maverick, but so you always have to do it. Hibana didn't need to clean up of the little you just put this on. That's been on like they need to clean that up it needs to be more fluid and and what it should do is make it a little bit more a little bit, a little bit more automatic like you aim in the general direction and it will automatically here like you say clean it up for you like if i trying to make if i trying to shoot two back to back like on top of each other and the game see that i aim in like that when it shoot when it gets shut onto the wall it should automatically be like a neat square you know or rectangle depending on how much you're shooting and you know just line it up just align it line it up so when it blows up it blows up neatly yeah. automatically you know instead of because nobody here trying to make no designs with it you can't really do anything with that <laughs> so if you see if you see that they're real close to each other or maybe or maybe while you're aiming give them an option you know, like, yeah, you're trying to make it a nice, neat box. Or maybe just give it an option, you know, you can shoot one at a time, two at a time, three at a time. Kind of, you know, they're the same. So, like, one, it'll just be the small square. If you say two, you could be, all right, two stacked on top or two stacked, all right, stacked vertically or horizontally. Or, or three, stacked vertically or horizontally. And then you could do, all right, I want to stack two horizontally or, or stack two vertically and shoot that. Boom. Shoot, <laughs> shoot that make a nice neat square you know and then you can shoot the last one by itself or you say oh i want to stack three vertically just to make a you know so people could just walk through do it like that or you could do like i want to do three horizontally just to make a whole big hole so i could see through it but i don't really care about getting in yeah yeah that's something they could do yeah when after you said that i was thinking i they came in my head it's like what they another thing they could do is like um It'll be easier on PC, but I'm just gonna say it based off of like controller, cause that's what I use. And if if you can't get it to work on controller, they probably won't do it, cause they don't wanna have to do two different things for PC and console. But it's like you press um whatever the gadget button is, right? And then say so you hold the gadget button and press like um, square or X or triangle or circle, it would change the the layout. So like default, it's just the the one row the the two by three, so the default is two by three. If you press, you hold the trigger, the gadget button, and press square, it'll do two two shots stacked up. So it'll do the the four by three, or four by four, whatever it is. So instead of having to shoot two separate ones to do two, you can just press the trigger, the the action skill, and square, and it'll automatically switch it to two shots in one go. So when you shoot it, it's already stacked up. Or if you want to do it side by side now, you could do the the gadget skill and triangle 
it'll be two by four, whatever. I can't remember exactly how much shots pilots come up for shots. I think it's like three. As as be uh two by three. Right. So if it's two by sorry, so if it's two by three, so if you press the uh, the gadget skill and triangle, it'll be two by six now. So it's two of them side by side. You get what I'm saying? So you could yeah. you could change the layout before you shoot it. That's what so I'm saying. Change, That's like people say people might say like, well, but then you know you you kind of screw yourself against like bandit, but it's like it, in a sense it could open you up against bandit because if bandit is bandit tricking though. You could, you could um, hit two walls at once while he's trying to ban a trick one. So he, will, he might ban a trick one, but he wouldn't ban a trick two walls at once. Maybe exactly. Kai would, but if you're fast enough, you know, you could, you could, if such like so, so, certain spots has three walls, you know, you could, it could have so many possibilities for Habana. That's just a suggestion. I'm not saying it's, it's perfect. That's just a suggestion they could do. And in, in that way, it could make it so much cleaner now. Where you don't have these little these little pieces hanging off, and then yes, you try to be go a tiny it, little like, piece nope. that just that didn't break off neat, and then somehow is block your whole entire hitbox trying to go through. Yeah. And then I don't, I have no issues, no issues with Maverick. <laughs> I don't, I don't care for I him. Remember when he first came out, everybody was, everybody was shook, shook. Well, I mean, still kind of shook by him because. You do that thing is barely make any sound here. Yeah. And if you're not using your headset, which for some reason seems like a lot of people don't, you, you just you won't notice it if you're paying attention to other things. Like you're hearing you're hearing gunshots going off across the hall. Yeah, yeah. that's what gets you that's what gets you so, like you you focus you focus on something and then you get killed from here. I was like, Oh god damn Like sometimes you just hear it but you don't register it. It's like you're you, all the noise, people running around, you're hearing gun, gunshots down the hall, and you hear the and you just didn't register until you die, or, or you happen to turn around and you see his face peeking through the freaking hole, <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, there's a fire! <laughs> yeah, but I, I remember the the Kali or not Kali, um, Goya, Goya, whoever whoever does the one does Juicy, the little uh. Grapple hook, grapple hook thing. Azamaru. It was um, Amaru. it was on the new cafe. Like the match literally just started. It was about, it was about ten seconds in max, and I, you know, everybody's still running around from putting up their stuff, right? And I heard a noise like a window break, but I was, I was like, oh, people, everybody's still running around, you know, doing stuff. Somebody probably peeking. And I run into the hallway and here, here's a Maru <laughs> sneaking. I was like, yo, the game just started. You know, she already up on the top floor sneaking around. I was like, damn. I, luckily, I killed her because I think she was looking towards the stairs that goes down in the back. And I just came from like the little middle area on cafe on the top floor. Yeah, see, she's good for people who like to rush. Like, you could, you could be somewhere before people expect anybody to be there. So that's another, that's like a, Another thing to your advantage, like for me, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really play her. Even if I even don't have her, I wouldn't really play her because like I don't, I don't play with that mindset. I mean, I like to get in fast, but then I also like to make my way in. You know, it's like, like Ashes will just run in and just pretty much run 
where up the stairs, wherever open run in, and, and hopefully the, the fragging skills will will keep them alive. Like me, I wanna I like to make a hole with like uh termite, habana. So now the enemies have another thing to worry about. If you if you come anywhere they company where they expect you to be coming in from see that's like, the thing with like amaru whatever you i feel like it's not just about oh getting in there fast you know you gotta work with your team when you when, when oh i'm just shoot my grapple hook up to top floor real quick and, and do my own thing you're not even working as a team you, you messing your team up at that point you might maybe get lucky get one or two kills maybe three you might even ace it but it's not gonna happen every single time you can't just Think like that. But now, as a team, what you could do is, all right, some people coming in from the bottom floor, some people coming in from the side door or whatever, and then, you know, they're making some noise, and then Amaru busting from the top while people preoccupied because they, they heard or they saw, you know, two, three people here, so they're assuming, oh, the majority of the people this way, they're not expecting an Amaru to come from up top because they say, all right, I would have heard somebody repel and going up. Or see them repelling on the camera, you know? Yeah. Something like that. But it, it's a team-based type game. But people want to, you know, pick Ash, pick IQ, just for speed and running there and do their own thing. You know, that, that's I mean, that, that's the reason why, like, even though you have Maru and um, Nook, they don't have... They, they pick rate saving up there in the top, top tiers of, of pick rates. It's like... It just... The utility is very based around themselves, and that it'll, it could work when you're like low. I mean, it could work at any in any rank, but it's worked better in lower ranks, especially when you're biased, you're playing by yourself. It's like you feel you just need to carry your team to victory because there's no communication, your team half brain dead. And yeah, <laughs> like, <sighs> I guess the way I see the game, I guess. Half the attackers, I just see no, no need to pick up and play. Because they, yeah, they because don't bring anything to the team. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, the way ha, most of the attackers are, in my opinion, is all just about their gun. And if they're fast, better. Yeah. Because yeah, who, who, who on attack really bringing to me, bringing something? They're my Tatcha, almost mandatory. You know, then Jackal, pretty good. And they changed. No, I think Jackal totally changing this season too. This, yeah, they're trying to. Well, they're changing him. I think to make him more team based instead of him just running around hunting people by himself. It's like he had to make a choice: either let his team know what he's looking at, or track it by himself, or um, just track foot footsteps by himself. So it's like it's not it's not the you can't just go. Oh, I track in and everybody know where you go, and you just running off yeah. by yourself. And then he just, over nearby, just collapse on them instantly. Yeah, now like, it's like, all right, if you let your team know, you can't, you can't just follow footsteps anymore. But if not, you can follow footsteps, but your team don't know. So it's more communication involved. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. But I mean, besides, all right, so those three, well, Twitch is coming handy sometimes. You know, if if somebody actually using their Twitch drone to, oh, people, get get, get rid ahead. of the, get rid of gadgets that. Impeding your progress, you know. Who else is Two coming? People, um, um, what's her name? Um, he came out with um, Kai, the chick with the air job. 
And then, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, the Nomad. Australian chick, Nomad and... Oh, yeah. Actually, I like those two. I like Good those two characters. Good Nomad and Relux, because they support... Especially since the game... At this point, the game is basically... Um, um, bomb. Like, Secure mm-hmm. and Secure and Hostages. It's just, like, casual things. The game, basically, right now, is just bomb. So, it's Nomad and... Nomad and Good Luck cover flanks very well. Better than a Claymore. So those two, those two have very good usage. So like if, those two, I would get if people use them right. I feel like um yeah. for for what's the name, gridlock, <laughs> people just come and throw their things randomly. Yeah. You know, just just throw them out. But the thing about that is make noise one, and two is make noise, and two, it's easy to it's easy to stop it while it going. You know. Yeah, like yeah, if a, if you see her through it or hear her through it out, it's easy to to impede it right away. Like when I see her toss it out, I should start shooting them as they're coming out. <laughs> just take a pistol out to just shoot them as they're coming out. Yeah. And say it with with um with no man like people just shoot her air jab like right in your face like okay I see the yellow thing right there. Oh yeah, that that, that done. Yeah. And now not only that, you see her yellow laser. So people are shooting it down a hallway. <laughs> Into the open, it's like, dude, if somebody coming perpendicular to that, they're going to see it before they come to that corner. You want to put somewhere high where they're not really paying attention to look up there. You want to put it somewhere. And if they're looking for it, they probably go get shot because probably could cover the, the spot. Yeah, you want to put it somewhere. It's like, all right, they can't just focus on. They can't just focus on on the air job, and and if they and most likely they're not going to see it. You know, that's what you want to do. So it's like, all right, if they see it, they can't really focus on it without getting attacked, right? And Or you want to put it in a way where they, they're not going to see it anyway. It's like um, Bandit and, Bandit and um, what's his name? M- Montaigne, they, they have a rule on attack, not a rule that I like. I would never play it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't find it to be any form of enjoyment to play Against or for, I'm gonna say against, like, it's not like I can't kill a Mavic or Blitz. It's just, it's just such a stupid tactic. I'm gonna start with this big ass shield in the corner. Like, eh, whatever. That's, that's not fun to play as or against, but they have a, they have a rule, but then people like Fuse. Like, what is, what is Fuse? <laughs> yeah. At this point, I don't know. What, what, what is, what is Fuse supposed to bring to any team? Um, I remember when, when I first started playing the game, he he was pretty useful. He, I mean, fuse that seems to be commonplace, yeah. Yeah, it used to, like yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I I ain't gonna lie. I did start off playing a lot of fuse, but then as I started playing a lot of fuse, I started playing a lot of Jaeger. Cause it's like when I started playing the game, I used to think like if I did it to them, they, they might come and do it to me. Exactly, <laughs> so, but that's that's but using he, just head though. Random so like, that. You start this thing in my head like, all right, if if you play Twitch on attack, you have to play Vito on defense. You know, you, you, you just have to stuff her. <laughs> if you play Fuse on attack, you gotta play Jaeger on defense. If you play, yeah, especially because uh, uh, it's like that, like a confirmation bias kind of thing. Like you destroy somebody with a, a operator, and suddenly they're playing it the next round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, like, like oh, you, you were you weren't even playing uh you weren't even playing Blackbeard earlier, but suddenly I kill you with Blackbeard, now you playing Blackbeard. Yeah, it's not exactly. the operator, the operator don't make the player the player, you know, it's a skill. It's like you're playing with Frost, you know, you're getting kills with Frost, and all of a sudden the enemy team pick Frost. Like, oh hey, you you just died to a frost shop, so you think you're gonna Yeah, put it in thing? the exact same spot, like come on bro. It don't work like that. I mean, it's like, it's like I play against, you play against a Valkyrie, you see the Valkyrie throw a camera, it's like, it's one of two things, it's like, oh, that's a cool camera spot, and two, thanks, I know where your camera is now, you know, it's like, oh, you play Frost, oh, you got me the Frost shop there, next time you play Frost, if you put a Frost shop there, I'm not going to fall for it twice, you know. And that's why, your Frost is one of my favorite characters, because, do I, do I, do I sometimes I'll put... The first trap in the obvious spot, you know, where where people almost always expect it. But the most mostly time, two out of three of my traps, I put in a spot that is not obvious. People not really expecting it. So as they're coming into certain rooms, they eat a trap and they'll be like, What the heck? Like why would somebody put a trap there? Well, because what just happened to you? Because nobody expected it. But it's in a spot where, yeah, people will walk. You know, when the way people enter rooms most of the time, that's how I put the traps. Like, they're, they're, most of the time, they don't just run through a room, especially when they're sneaking around. They're sneaking around, there's, there's hug corners, you know, but they're looking to the direction that an enemy might come at them. And that's where I put my trap. So I put my trap, and I was like, all right, you never really expect it in this room, but it's also not out in the open way. As you're walking into the room, you see it, and you shoot it out. It's like... Like you say that, you would see a lot of the rumors, especially ones in like um, di high diamond, platinum, like when they play in with people in lower tiers, lower ranks, they'll be like, they'll become not, I don't want to say complaining, but they'll be <clears throat> questioning some of the decision making. Like if some like you say put a first shot in a spot, like why who why would you put a first shot there? Or somebody sit there in a spot and get kill them. It's like. Like, why are you there? It's like, who, who, who sits there? It's like, it might have been like, well, one, it worked. Yeah, it worked. So, you know, and I understand, I understand where you're coming from because you're used to everybody in your tier playing a certain way. Yeah, no, you, you understand. Like, yeah, like you, throw, you throw a wrench into something that people are used to, and it's going to work. I mean, if you throw the wrench a second time, it's obviously not going to work. But if you could switch up your game, where you're so unpredictable that 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 will work you know for you and that's another it, thing too so like you're playing like some some games some matches every every round on defense are playing frost you know well when you're playing ranked here yeah, so you're playing your defense rounds you're playing frost i'm not gonna put the traps in the scenes spots. even if i win or lose and i caught somebody in that spot i'm not going to put them back in that exact scene spot because next time they're probably thinking all right it, it caught me last time i'm looking for it there now, while they're looking for it there, it's somewhere else to get hit. It's <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, like, like, oh my like, god, I was looking this way, and I went over here. And the funny thing with that is, like, um, think back at those old cartoons we used to, like, Tom and Jerry, you know, like, you would step on, like, a, 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 a rake here, get hit with it, and then he's like, oh. Oh, I remember this time. I remember this tactic. He hit me with the rake. Yeah, I remember this. Spot. So, no, he, he do something different. Oh, he get hit with the rake somewhere else. It's like, like, 
Come yeah, on, we, you know, we know this stuff. <laughs> you think I start to laugh like, oh, I know this. You think you're going to get me again? Uh, watch, watch. I'm going to move, move away from this rake. Boom, get here the next one. Like, uh, yeah, well, you know, all he... cartoons taught us this stuff, you know, like... <laughs> you, people will say cartoons are good for nothing. No, they taught us They taught us a lot. It's like, don't do the same thing twice. And if somebody's dumb enough to fall for it twice, then, then by all means do it twice. But like... Just kind of makes it tough, yeah. It just mix it up a little bit and just throw a wrench into their plans. That's like, why I like oh. playing Frost because I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's the obvious Frost trap spots, you know, entries into the objective, like windows and doors that, you know, put a shield down, put put a trap behind the shield, put a trap under the window that, into the objective. Like, yo, those those obvious as heck. And yeah, sometimes let's put one or you know, let's put a one obvious one there. Just to slow them down. It's not, it's not even about getting the tr getting them in the trap. It's mostly to slow them down. But sometimes you just get to it. I just get it. But that's still that's still good. But when you put all them in obvious spots, most of the time, most likely, you're not gonna get anybody. That's why I do. All right, one in the obvious, and two in random places, but based off of the way people enter rooms, you know. You just get a lot of actually. Oh, I remember. I think it's last time you and I were playing um on coastline. We were, we were top floor. I think we were bill billiards. And anytime I play billiards and I play frost, my traps would never be on the objective. My traps would be on the opposite side of the of the map, which is like the penthouse. So I had one in yeah yeah, yeah. that room billiards. with the couch in by penthouse, not not the wrong couch, the other the other couch, the entertainment room, wherever it is, right? I had one on the wall in that room. So my head's like, alright, if somebody come from the bathroom or from the window in, in penthouse and they're coming in they're looking into the hallway as yeah. they're walking into that room and they're going they're either going to step left or, or right as they're looking down the hallway <laughs> so just in case somebody come at them from from within that direction and that, what happened ash was sneaking around looking into the hallway boom eat the trap <laughs> as soon as she <laughs> eat the trap run in there get her and i think i had another trap oh yeah so the window on the outside of that room I was put a trap there because for some reason some people like to repel up that window and jump in late game and then on the stairs so i realized traps on the stairs has worked real well with, with frost because most people going up going upstairs is be looking up and so they trap right there on the same level with them but they're not looking at it and so as they're walking they're looking up the stairs as for somebody to come at them and just step on a trap yeah i, I love playing frost yeah I don't like a yeah, like how I play, I play um cap can like I was put, I was put my, I was put my cap for traps a lot of them in one, like maybe three or four, in one area. Not I mean you can't put them on the same door, but I put them in one area. So what I'll we'll yes. do is, I'll be close to that area. Like especially, one map I love to play cap can one is is um fortress, not fortress um, villa. I'll play cap can villa because just so many. Not so many rooms, but it's just it's one of one of few maps I feel comfortable roaming on because the way the rooms are laid out. So like I'll I'll put this on the opposite side, and sit down close to it. So now usually you hear one go off, you like injured. No, that person already that person now switch from full on offensive to um a little more passive. So no, if I close it, no, they they they're already injured. 
and then they're playing a little bit more passive. So now they're looking, they're looking for the cap contrast to the rooms. Is that they go hit it and get killed by me, or they'll miss it and get hit with it? Like what I'll do is the second, the first catch and trap is just to hopefully catch catch them off guard. They get hit with it. Now they're looking for the second one. But what I'll try to do is put the second one along the same side of the wall that I kind of hold an angle from, so they have to be at the opposite angle to shoot yeah. it. Yeah, so shoot it. So no, yeah. No, so no. Is that it's going to shoot? They to shoot it. They have a the sight on. They in my sight now, so I could kill them because they're already weakened. So you know his gun is that strong, but somebody already lose forty, sixty HP depending on what speed they are. I could I could pretty much finish them off. It's kind of dust drum, but I like I like it weird shoot. Yeah, I like it weird shoot too. I just like the size. I wish it had the the um reflex green. Just the green triangle because his reflex his reflex is kind of weird. I just want the green triangle. For some reason, that's the only scope I could use that is an ACOG. I don't even use ACOG that much anymore. Yeah, nowadays. I think every time I touch ACOG, I'm like using Kaid shotgun to, to snipe. <laughs> Cause I remember, I remember back in the like the first season that we played, when we first started playing, that was it. Everybody used ACUG. Yeah. And in my opinion though, because like uh, I don't want to use ACUG, cause like yo, it's too it's too close up for this close range game, you know. But that was the thing, and I got used to it, and then suddenly it was like nobody used ACUG anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like, shouldn't I even guess... got used to. It. The thing with ACOG is like, I hate when somebody close to you and then you're like you're ADS and you, you completely lose them and you go panic mode. Yeah. Most of the ACOG is just like two retards shooting at each other. So when uh, I used to use ACOG is when I use hip fire more than ever. Yeah, I don't even really hip fire that much. It depends on the situation, but most of the time, since I'm uh, using a, a one time scope, I don't really need to hip fire. I'll, I'll, I'll start off on a hip fire. Maybe if they right up on me and then ADS, but don't need to hit fire most of the time. Yeah, on that note, you know, it's a good spot to end it. Yeah. Our 15. All right. Let's uh, call it here for now. See how. What? Yeah, this, this civilization, civilization DLC, you know, this. This this price is just killing me. I'll I'll, I'll oh, let's, wait, let's see what happened after like Black see. Friday or maybe Cyber yeah, Monday. You never know see. what could happen. Because I really want it. I've been waiting for it, especially the way people on PC even talking about how it 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 changes the game so much in a good way. Well, every from what I because I've been following Civilization for a while. From what I hear about Civilization. Like ever, I only really stopped playing hardcore from five, but I played once before that. And for what I hear, though, it's like by the time the last DLC for any Civilization game come out, is be like the game, you know? Like it's yeah. always start off buggy as heck, AI kind of dumb or AI kind of overpowered or cheating, mm -hmm. so something like that. And then by the time the third or fourth or fifth, whatever, last DLC come out is just be that's that's the game the game on point so but this is only what two dlcs yes yeah, two but, but still it's gonna, it gonna improve because i heard something about the ai for in the vanilla game was off and something about yeah something was off about a lot of the ai in the vanilla game like this this do certain things that 
and they never like no matter what you do they'll they'll keep doing it. like all right i remember one it was like a it was a trade it was basically a trade exploit like yeah i was so dumb that you could tell them oh you want to trade something for something like coal no not coal iron so you'll be in an age where you don't even really need iron anymore you need coal and oil or something like that and you'll trade iron and they'd ask them what what would you give me for this and then you would take everything off and you would only give them one iron and you'll get like however many coal 25 gold per turn and you know and and boom accept that and then you could go and trade again with them you know for one iron and 25 gold per turn and one you know oil or i mean five oil or whatever so basically you could just or if you have a lot of iron and the ai was too dumb to <laughs> make a good trade you know <laughs> and then by and then dlc will fix it so yeah i heard the dlc is always like fix up civilization games like yeah, real good. Just, so the game came out it is uh right there Game came out yesterday on PS4 and Xbox with the DLCs, or you could get them standalone. And the DLC came out yesterday on Switch. Yeah. I was like, I, I got the game for wanna... 30 bucks, or yeah. maybe 20, I can't remember. They'll get cheaper than that, DLC yeah. Is, DLC is 50 bucks. And then when I went to the store, I saw there were three other DLCs. There were, it was, well, there were two. One was for, I think it was the Nubian Civilization. And the other one was for Tibet and Indonesian civilization. So the Nubia civilization is five bucks. The, the Tibet and Indonesian bundle is nine bucks. So I'm like sixty bucks, right? That's um like that's almost that's over sixty bucks right there for the DLC this game. So I'm, I need to I need to do some some research as to how big these two DLCs are, the main ones at least. Um, rise and fall and gathering storm justify a full price of a game for them, or is it, or if it's just a freaking Nintendo Switch premium that has been going on? That's 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 really what's been bothering me. But I completely forgot about this morning. But I'll talk about that next. Week. I, 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 that really bothers me. That Nintendo Switch premium for games like the same game on other systems is like ten, twenty bucks cheaper. Yeah, that's not cool. But anyway, yeah, call here for now. All right. I'm the UNV. And I'm Trinity Key. We're the bear testers, and see you next time. See ya. Peace. Deuces.